And there it is. The Seattle Mariners have acquired right-handed pitcher Luis Castillo from the Cincinnati Reds, and it costs a lot. We'll tell you everything you need to know about the Mariners starter and more on this emergency episode of Locked On Mariners. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh boy, welcome to a very special emergency episode of the Locked On Mariners podcast. Brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. It is still Friday, July 29th, 2022. And thank you so much for making us your first listen after the trade. We are free and available on all platforms with new episodes dropping every Monday through Friday. I am your host, Titan Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host Colby Patnode. We cover the Mariners over at InsideTheMariners.com for Fan Nation over on the Sports Illustrated Network. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Follow Inside the Mariners at Inside Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, it's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at C-Pat11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash control zone. We post two additional podcasts on there every single week. And again, that is patreon.com forward slash control the zone. And if this is your first time joining us here on the Lockdown Mariners podcast, welcome to the show. If you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, turn on the notification bell and give this video a thumbs up. We greatly, 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 greatly appreciate it. The Seattle Mariners have made the first huge splash of the trade deadline acquiring all-star right-handed pitcher Luis Castillo from the Cincinnati Reds for a haul of four prospects headlined by top prospects Edwin Arroyo and Noel V. Marte, Levi Stout and Andrew Moore also involved in the deal. It is a massive, massive, massive cost, but Colby, were the Mariners justified in paying it? Uh, absolutely. Luis Castillo is you know, legitimate at the worst, he is an elite number three. Um, at his best, he is a legitimate number two. And, and some would argue ace, I wouldn't quite. But this is a guy who misses bats, avoids walks, gets a ton of ground balls, uh, has, a, you know, 98 to 100 with arm side run out of his fastball, an elite changeup uh, that moves somewhat similar to Felix Hernandez. It's, it's, it's a firm changeup. It's 88 to 90. Um, and it kind of dips and dives. Uh, it is just, it is the sliders also very good too. So we're talking about like three plus pitches, you know, probably 50 command, um, most nights, but we're talking 55 control throws a ton of strikes, uh, pitches with a lot of, uh, attitude. Let's say, uh, he wears his emotion on his sleeves. I think he's going to be a very good fit in this clubhouse. Uh, and, the Mariners now, as a result of this trade, have a one through four. There may not be a nastier one through four. There might be better. There might be better just because Kirby and, and Gilbert haven't really proven anything and Ray's been a little inconsistent. But just in terms of just raw stuff, there might not mm-hmm. be a better one through four in the American League. And this is the cost to acquire that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the Mariners are absolutely justified. They got a bona fide you know, number, number two, let's say, and a guy who can literally carry you through the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're talking about a guy who on any given night can beat any pitcher mm-hmm. in baseball. Uh, can go toe to toe with anybody. So 
that's what these guys cost. And the Mariners, for the first time seemingly in decades, have gone all in. They haven't dipped their toe in the dipped their toe in the water of the the transaction period. In, you know, in July, this isn't Kristen Orfia. This isn't Austin Jackson. This isn't David Phelps. This is, you know, your big to paraphrase a quote from Moneyball effing a trade that the rest of the league is looking at and going they're serious they're in yeah they are in it is go time in seattle right now this is arguably the best starter that was realistically available because we don't know if pablo lopez or Tariq school are actually truly truly available or shohei otani as well another guy that we talked about earlier today luis castillo was it like we knew that he was going to get dealt and we knew that he was a primary target of a lot of teams the yankees the twins it seems like the rangers were pretty close to acquiring him before the mariners were able to get this deal done yes the rangers the rangers of all teams were trying to mess things up here speed up their timeline a little bit but the mariners get castillo who was an all-star this year he last pitched on July 27th, so just two days ago, which means he's lined up to make his Mariners debut at Yankee Stadium this week. That sounds pretty, Perfect. pretty, pretty fun. That sounds pretty fun, if I do say Perfect. so myself. Let me uh, read off these numbers for Castillo this year. Now, keep in mind, he had a shoulder issue that kept him out for the start of the season. He didn't make his first start until May the 9th. So, a little bit of the same issue that goes into the Frankie Montes conversation as well, because Montes has had a shoulder thing as well. So kind of similar situations there. But Castillo has been stellar since returning from the injury. 953 Ks per nine, 296 walks per nine, a 286 ERA, a 320 FIP. He's been worth 2.1 F4 through 14 starts. 85 innings pitch and if it wasn't for a guy named sandy alcantara down in miami i think we'd be talking about luis castillo in the national league cy young conversation i mean this guy is legit you have now a one two three for the next one and a half seasons for the next two postseason runs at the top of your rotation of robbie ray logan gilbert and luis castillo and you also throw George Kirby into that mix, and we'll see what else Jerry DePoto and company have up their sleeves here over the coming days, next offseason, et cetera. This is one of the best rotations in baseball now with the addition of yep. Luis Castillo. Right, and I wouldn't rule out the Mariners being done adding to this rotation. It's not going to be a Frankie Montes unless, I, I suppose, unless you know they want to give up Harry 4-2 or unless they want or unless the A's just love Jared Kelnick or something like that. Uh, it's not going to be Frankie Montes, although, whew, could you imagine that reaction? Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's not going to be a Montes, but I, I would expect them to go get kind of a, maybe it's Jose Quintana, maybe it's Drew Smiley, somebody like that, because they still do need a guy to cover some of Kirby's innings. And honestly, they probably want a guy to bump whoever isn't getting bumped for Castillo out of the rotation as well uh, mm. and have them around for when Kirby ultimately does kind of have to take a reduced role. So uh, mm -hmm. they have the ammo to do that. It, not, it's not going to be Montes, but they do have the ammo to still go get guys like Quintana or Smiley. Um, it's probably not Mally. It's, it's Rodon's out, but it's maybe it's, maybe it is Blake Snell. Who knows? Um, mm -hmm. But it's going to be somebody like that. I think they're going to go get a, a cover our back type of guy. Um, in addition to probably a bat. I, I, 
there seems to be this conception that the Mariners can't afford to do anything now, and it's not true. It's they just can't afford to be in the Juan Soto sweepstakes, which we never really thought they were all that in on anyway. So, sure. uh, yeah, you get you get this premier arm. Uh, it is the best one through four the Mariners maybe have ever had in terms of just raw talent. Uh, it's it's certainly deeper than the the Felix Kuma years and. Um, Maybe it's Felix Kuma Paxton esque, but none of those guys really clicked. Like not all three of those guys clicked at the same time. So it's it's impressive. It's it's a it's a rotation that you know can carry you in the playoffs. Whether the rest of the team is built to make a deep playoff run, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But mm-hmm. the rotation itself, just one through four, is that type of rotation that can get, take you deep into the playoffs, and is the type of rotation that you know, can propel you to be the Atlanta Braves if you get enough offense. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very, very, very exciting deal here for the Mariners. One that makes a massive statement to that clubhouse, to the rest of the league. And it certainly does a good job of, uh, you know, making you forget about the uh, a certain game that they played tonight. Ugh, that was... The what? Yeah, yeah. We'll, oh, we'll just oh the Luis Torrens dominating pitching performance game. Yes. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Of course, of course, yes. of course. All right. So, how much does the prospect return hurt the Mariners' farm system? I'll be asking Colby that in just a moment. But real quick, seems he already has the answer for you. But real quick, a reminder: this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every single week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MLB. That's linkedin.com slash MLB. MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Luis Castillo trade. And of course, the MLB trade deadline is August 2nd. And Locked On MLB has all the breakdowns and Locked On Mariners will have rapid reactions just like this one to any move made. Subscribe now to your favorite Locked On MLB team on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you get notified when each episode premieres. So again, the return to Cincinnati is Noel V. Marte, Edwin Arroyo, Levi Stout, and Andrew Moore. So a couple of right-handed pitchers couple of middle infielders, I guess, technically. Let's yeah, let's just call them infielders. No, I'll be Marte. If any Reds fans are watching, by the way, that are, are listening right now, tuning in, trying to hear our side of things, our reaction to this, no, I'll be Marte is going to be a third baseman. He's a corner guy. He's not a shortstop. He might even have to move into the outfield, but yeah. Yeah. He, he's not he's, playing up the middle. He's not going to play up the middle long term. No. He is right now, but he is not going to play up the middle at the major league level. He's going to be a third baseman or a corner outfielder. 
That's mm-hmm. just where he's at. So how much does this hurt the Mariners farm system, Colby? Because I, you know, I've been seeing it on Twitter already. This reaction, the Mariners have gutted their farm system to get Luis Castillo. Is that true at all? It's not true. And also, who cares? What are what, what are you complaining about? The Mariners farm system took a little bit of a hit. Who cares? You don't watch the Modesto nuts. You watch the <laughs> Seattle Mariners. Do you want the Mariners to win or do you want the Modesto nuts to have the triple crown winner of the low A league? Who cares about the farm system? This is why you build a farm system, is it not? To help you win at the major league level. Why do you care if the Modesto nuts suck now? Why do you care if the Everett Aquasox need a new shortstop? It does not matter. Luis Castillo is a Seattle Mariner. End of story. That's the part that matters. Look, the Reds, if there are Reds fans watching, you guys got a pretty good deal. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. I really like Edwin Arroyo. I think he's going to stay up the middle. I think the power is a little bit premature, but I think there's a J.P. Crawford comp in there. And honestly, as, as weird as it sounds, both because he's played for the Reds and the Mariners, uh, right now, based on this current skill set that uh, Noelvi Marte has, there's a little bit of a Eugenio Suarez. Probably not as much power, probably a little more average, but you know, it's it's pretty comparable, honestly. So I, I think he did well here. Levi Stout and and Adam Moore, they're both relievers. Uh, the idea that Adam or that Levi Stout is a top five Mariners cross, a prospect is BS. He is not in the top five. He was fringe. Oh yeah, top who 10 who who was that that said that Rosenthal best. pipeline. It's on it was pipeline p- has a number pipeline. Five. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Pipeline no. Levi. Levi. Levi Stout is like a. He's like fifth. He's like ten to fifteen range. Yeah, he is a number four starter ceiling, and yeah. his best pitch has taken a step back this year. He's probably a reliever, mm. and so don't worry about those. You didn't get a, a mid rotation starter. What you got are potentially a you know three win third baseman and a three or four win shortstop. You got a good deal. Mm-hmm. That being said, Mariners fans. Stop telling me how much the Mariners gave up to get Luis Castillo. I do not care, and neither should you. It yeah. is stupid. You, you got you got stupid. Luis Castillo. You got Luis it is, Castillo. It is Luis Castillo is a Mariner for a fan base that has not made the playoffs in twenty years to sit here after decade and decade of saying, "Oh, well, the Mariners never do this type of thing. The Mariners are so cheap. Oh, the Mariners always go halfway. They go get Kristen Norfia. They go get Austin Jackson. They didn't get David Price. And then they go out and they get David Price. They pay the freight to do it. And you're saying, oh, well, now how are they going to get Juan Soto? They were never going to get Juan Soto. What are you talking about? What is your deal? Do you want to win at the major league level, or do you want to have a great farm system? By the way, farm system, fine. Definitely not yeah. top five anymore, but who cares? When is the last time the St. Louis Cardinals had a top five farm system? Wouldn't you rather be the Cardinals? I mean, wouldn't you? What's wrong with being the Cardinals? They go to they win ninety games. They go to the playoffs every single year. They've won a couple World Series. When, when's the last time they had a top ten farm system? Never, because they don't care. They leverage it. They use it to go get big leaguers like Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. It does not matter how good or bad the Mariners minor league system is. And by the way, it's still fine. You're going to add Felton and Celestine to it. He's going to be your new number one prospect anyways. You just added Cole Young. Those two guys can actually play shortstop. Novi Marte cannot. So stop with this. Oh, they gave up two young shortstop. No, they did not. They gave up one young shortstop, who I think is going to hit probably 260, 15 home run power. Good defender. Good arm. He's a good player. He is not Julio Rodriguez. Stop it. He is not that caliber. He's not even the caliber of prospect as Jared Kelmick. Stop it. He is a good prospect. Novi Marte is a good prospect. I think both will be good major leaguers. 
Neither one of them are superstars. You did not just leverage the future Julio Rodriguez for a year and two months of Luis Castillo. Stop it. Stop with the misinformation. Stop with your pity party. Stop looking for a reason to be mad. The Seattle Mariners got significantly better today, and I don't give a darn what it does to the nice. farm system good one. i do not care at all i wasn't going to watch any modesto nuts games i wasn't going to watch any arkansas games i do not care and neither should you because you know what on tuesday i'm going to get to watch luis castillo in a mariners uniform and i don't care about the rest i don't because the yeah. mariners just improved their odds of making the playoffs significantly and not only that they're going to enter this offseason with a rotation that can legitimately win the world series with plenty of money to add to your roster and still plenty of prospects to go out and trade for those players. If you need them. Yes. Are you probably not going to be involved in the Shohei Otani trade now? If he was ever going to be traded? Sure. You probably weren't going to be anyways. It does not matter. And by the way, while we're at it, you don't need to give Luis Castillo an extension to justify the trade. The trade is plenty good as is stop complaining, celebrate, and if you need somebody to coddle you about the cost of a couple of 19-year-olds you never saw play, I guess go talk to Ty because I'm not having it. I'm sick of it. What Do you, do you want I, the Mariners to win or do you want the number one farm system? Because you can have both because the farm system wasn't going to give you anything of impact for the next three years. Nothing. And you're saying, oh, no, true. no, what do we do without Edwin Arroyo? Who cares? Do you want to win or not? And if the answer is no, then shut up and stop complaining when they don't spend money. And if the answer is yes, then shut up and stop complaining that they paid the freight to go get a freaking ace. What yeah. are you complaining sure. about? What are you worried about? Sure. Anyways. But yeah, don't don't come to Tyler, me with that either. You. Don't don't come to by the way. Let's all like collectively give a hand here to uh, to Colby Patno. That, that was that was elite. That was elite. Like you yeah, you came with the fire. It's a it's a late it's a late show, late emergency podcast. You brought the fire. I appreciate. Oh, I'm so that. sick of seeing it on Twitter, dude. I'm so, I'm so well. Sick. I I am too. Well, I am they too. Overpay now. Oh, look, Bowden we, says they significantly beat off the second roster, the second <laughs> offer. Who cares? And by the way, Mark Feinstein immediately discredited Jim Bowden because of course he did, because Bowden doesn't know what he's talking about. Stop yeah. caring about Jim Bowden's opinion on anything. Sorry, I had a little bit more left. <laughs> I you know, I don't I don't hey, even look. know how to follow that up. I really I I, I don't Clean like I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Yeah, that was like that was beautiful. Yeah. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Amazing. I'm I'm wow. Good. Good. I am I'm amazed. Might have to All right. That. So Ooh. You got you got a guy who has the stuff to contend for Cy Youngs. Like that's who mm -hmm. Luis Castillo is. Like this is one of the 15, 20 best starting pitchers in all of baseball. And maybe that's even being on the low end right now with how he's performed this year. This is a fantastic player that you just added. You just added the, you know, again, arguably the top starting pitcher on the entire market that was like realistically available mm -hmm. and yeah you know me personally i like pablo lopez a little more i like yep. Tariq school a little more yep but it's you know it, it might not have been possible to get either one of those guys especially when you look at how much a year and a half cost for luis castillo how much was three years of pablo lopez going to cost you how much was four years of Tariq school going to cost you I mean, look, look at the cost of this. Now, how surprised were you when you saw the cost? Because, like, when I saw Noel V. Marte, because that was the first report that came out, Divish said, it, you know, Marte's going in the deal. I was like, okay, that makes sense, right? I expected that, whatever. 
But then I also heard Edwin Arroyo had been scratched from the lineup, and then Divish confirmed, like, Arroyo's going in the deal, too. Stout is, more is. And, you know, we knew that Stout was going to be of interest to the Reds, right? We had heard mm-hmm. about, you know, I had been told personally that he was, of to- uh, he was a topic of discussion for them with a Sonny Gray deal back in the offseason. He was obviously one of the guys that they could have cho- chosen from for the player to be named later in the Winker-Suarez deal. They ended up going Connor Phillips. But, yeah, so, I mean, this is this is a haul, and Brandon Drury was not involved in the deal either. It's just Castillo going to Seattle here. So how surprised are you about kind of the structure of this deal? Uh, honestly, couldn't care less. Um, I saw they were getting Luis Castillo, and I was my first reaction was you like— You blocked out. No, I was just like, ooh, did they get Brandon Drury too? Or Tommy yeah. Pham? Like, yeah. that was, and then the name started coming out. I was like, oh, okay, cool. But what about Drury? Did they get Drury? Did they get Pham? Yeah. And they didn't. And I was still like, okay, cool. Like, I just, it, I couldn't care less. Like, I saw. Are you no disappointed that they didn't get Drury though? A little, but that to me, that's the only thing that you can complain about in this trade is that yeah. they didn't get Drury or Solano or Pham. And maybe they still do. Yeah. Maybe it's just that Drury's market is so big or, or that fam's market is so big that they just want to work on a separate deal. Cause maybe that guy cost you Bryce Miller or somebody or Gab- Gabriel Gonzalez or something like that. And maybe, you know, the Reds want to check around and see what other guys are willing to give them for Drury. But uh, I was a little surprised. I was hope I was hopeful. I wouldn't say surprised. I was hopeful that maybe they got one of those guys in this deal too. But as the names are rolling in, I couldn't care less. Like I, I like Edwin Arroyo to me, like was a guy that I talked about a ton last year, pre-draft. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was one of the guys I wanted the Mariners. I talked about mocking him to them. I think I mocked him to the Mariners in the second round, like two or three times. I love Edwin Arroyo's profile. Could not care less that he's not in the organization. I couldn't care less. So my initial reaction was we got Luis Castillo. <laughs> and after that, I didn't care what yeah. it was. And so to me, I it, it was, it was, you know, I was sitting there, I was watching the game. I was just having to scroll through Twitter and I saw the pass and tweet like I just happened to be on Twitter like 19 seconds after pass and tweeted it. Mm-hmm. Double check, make sure it was passing, the yeah. real passing. Yeah, yeah. And I reacted, and, and that, that not, was not it. jet passing, not yeah, not JE ele- eleven passing. Right, not, right, right. Not Jeff not the crypto, like not the a, crypto Jeff passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that that was my reaction. I was just excited to have him. Um, honestly, my only concern about the package was like. Oh, did we give up a major league piece? Mm. Like, did we have to give up Kirby? No. Great. All right. Now, That's now, fantastic. now, be honest. How excited did you get when you saw Ken Rosenthal tweet Dylan Moore instead of Andrew Moore? <laughs> I, see, so here's the deal, right? I actually saw uh, Divish's tweet before that, okay. and he had correctly uh, okay. named Andrew Moore. So yeah. I, I, when I was scrolling through like the other tweets, I just saw Moore, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's Andrew. And then yeah. after the fact, I was like, oh, some people are saying Dylan. Like, no. Um, <laughs> And, but hey, if Dylan Moore was in it, maybe that means you could have gotten Solano. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have Solano than Dylan Moore. So, um, <laughs> no, it, that that didn't honestly that didn't really come into play. So. All right, so we got to answer the overarching question here: Who gets bumped from the rotation now that Luis Castillo is a part of it? This is something that we kind of talked about in the build up to this and the build up to the deadline. It, you know, preparing for the. Um, outcome that they would add a starter of this caliber and and now they've done it now they've done it he's here so now what do you do with the rotation we'll be talking about that in just a moment but real quick a reminder this episode is 
brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts they have you covered head to bet online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online is where the game starts all right chris flexen marco gonzalez george kirby who's it gonna be who gets bumped from the rotation now that luis castillo is here or colby is it a six-man rotation is it time for that might be uh first of all let me say i apologize for the lighting I do not have a ring light because we record at noon most days. And so I haven't really need light coming from this way because it's been the sun. So, yeah, maybe a ring light is a is a future uh, purchase of ours or mine. You're, you're uh, lurking in the shadows. You're lurking I, in the shadows ready to strike. I mean, you really you really, you really struck. You really struck in that last segment there. <laughs> I am Batman. <laughs> uh rotation wise it's interesting so depoto's already come out and said that uh, castillo's slot in the rotation would come up on tuesday mm. um uh, but so he says he's anticipating castillo will start tuesday or possibly wednesday mm-hmm. but he is expecting him to make his debut in the yankee series um i don't know who's scheduled to pitch that day to be honest with you so but that might not be who's getting bumped that might be who's just sliding back mm-hmm. into a, an appropriate spot so uh i'm sure ty's looking up who's pitching that day or probably figured out longhand might be mm-hmm. marco or mm. no no because marco it would be gilbert right because mm. gilbert pitched yesterday right right yeah you here you vamp while i figured that out <laughs> <laughs> uh, we felt we used up all our good stuff in the second segment guys. yeah um that's okay <laughs> Uh, so for me, like just forgetting how the rotation stacked up right now, the guy I'm bumping is the guy. It's either Flexen or Marco. Obviously, it's Flexen. Flexen is the okay. And that actually lines up perfectly because honestly, like I said, if it's Flexen and Marco are the two I'm choosing from, which you are until you know, until Kirby has to miss or until Kirby needs to you know get skipped or whatever. Um, which one of those guys can actually help me out of the bullpen more? And to me, that guy is Chris Flexen. I don't think he's going to be amazing out of the bullpen, but there's a little more velocity there. There's a little more swing and miss there. Maybe there's a possibility you get some kind of velo bump with him coming out of the pen. I kind of doubt it. Um, but Flexen to me is the guy you bump because he can help you out of the bullpen a little bit more than than Marco can. He's just better equipped to do that. Mm-hmm. So for me, Flexen is the guy I'm bumping. Um, I do think. Oh a wait, six no, no, no. It, it is Gilbert. It is Gilbert. You're right. Right, because he started Gilbert. game one. This is a four game series, and this would yeah. be game two or three of the so it's yeah, not going to be Gilbert. so yeah prop so i guess the good news is gilbert gets five days rest and mm. pitches on wednesday possibly i mean that'd be pretty good gilbert's been okay out of the break um but again for me it's still flexing that's the guy because i think he is the guy who g- gives me a, the best chance to have value out of the bullpen assuming mm. that they don't trade chris flexen mm. is chris flexing going to be you know or marco even are either yeah. those guys going to be worth a ton at the trade deadline no. So that's the well, but not but nothing. In, but in this market, right? Right. That's There's the only other, been one pitcher off the board. 
that's the question here. That's the big question. Does Marco Gonzalez or Chris Flexen have actual value? Like, could you get could you get something that adds to your major league roster for either of those guys? I don't know if you could do like probably something. Like, I don't think it's you're like you're not going to get like Ian Hab for Marco. Right? I mean, it's. But and, could you trade with a contender? Right, and that's like what about I've always I've always personally I've always thought Marco Gonzalez seems destined to pitch for the Minnesota Twins at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota could probably use a start. Luis arise for Marco Gonzalez. I mean, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, you know, uh, probably not, but I mean, maybe Carlos Correa. He's been pretty mediocre. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. And but here's the deal too: is that I don't know if the Mariners want to do that. Now, if the Mariners go out like tomorrow, hypothetically, and let's say they trade Taylor Dollard for Drew Smiley or whatever it is, right? And all of a sudden now they have Smiley as kind of like the the fifth sixth guy. Yeah, I might consider trading, you know, Marco or Flexen. Both are controlled beyond this year. Flexen's is a little weird, but it's an option. It's going to get picked up. Uh, and I believe he also has Arb uh, still after that. So mm-hmm. Flexen is under club control. He's got plenty of club control there. Marco, I think, has two years after this year. So could you use them to go get something that might help you this year? Maybe it's possible. We know that there were what 10, 12 teams that were interested in in Gonzalez or in uh, Castillo. Not all those teams are going to be interested in in Marco or Flexen, but maybe one or two of them are. And because they're controllable, it might not be a team that has to have, you know, it, it might not be a team that is like looking to to make the playoffs this year. It could, it could, but like, what if it's like, I don't know, Arizona really likes. Chris Flexen or something like that. And you say, okay, well, we'll take David Peralta and like your number 27 prospect. You know what I mean? Just something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's possible. I don't think it's likely if they go out and they acquire another starter, somebody who is roughly as good as Marco or Flexen, which I think Drew Smiley is. Mm-hmm. Um, or Jose then I think Quintana, who's been really good yes, this year. Very, that yeah. would be very good. Yes. Yeah. Um, Quintana is going to cost more than Smiley, but who cares yeah, at this point? Yeah. Um, oh no! At this that? point, at this point, you're in. Yeah, like you're, yeah, like you're, you're in. on everything. <laughs> yeah, like, because I mean, you like you're not going to go team. recklessly like just throw stuff like, at the you're wall. You're not trading like, Harry Ford for Tommy Pham, but yeah, might you trade Bryce Miller for a year, for half a year of Tommy Pham? Yeah, you might. Like, would that be the worst thing in the world? Mm. Hold on a second. I mean, like, I would love it because. <laughs> you uh see anything like any any news popping up or something no uh just that uh divish or depoto gave the impression at least according to divish that um depoto is open to making other moves but it, yeah. he's he's assuming it doesn't sound depoto doesn't sound optimistic that they'll add a position player um which to me would be a mistake but also uh kind of I don't want to say understandable, but you mentioned Sandiger coming back. And also remember yesterday where Jerry was like, well, gee, I don't know. Like we don't, I don't want to send guys down or any, I don't want to demote anybody. Mm, yeah. I remember a few months ago where he's like, Oh, I don't want to bump anybody out of this rotation. It's got such great synergy right now. It's yeah. GM speak. I don't care about that. So yeah. we'll see what happens. They got another couple days, but uh, yeah, I think it's possible uh, because they still do need bullpen help. They still do need uh, in my opinion. They, I honestly, I would circle back on Nelson Cruz as this lighting is getting even worse. Uh, I, I, 
I, I don't know what to do. Um, the man, I, the uh, man in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. I would circle back even on, on Nelson Cruz at this point because what has Carlos Santana done to continue to get at-bats? Mm. Yeah, you get a couple big home runs for you, got a walk-off sack fly, great. You've made your money and then some. Might be time to move on from him. What Jesse about J.D. Martinez? Yeah, that'd be fine. Because honestly, Jesse Winker doesn't deserve guaranteed at-bats either. Been yeah. terrible uh, lately, and it's the same problem over and over again. So, yeah, I, I think... I think Jerry's open to it. I think what Jerry, like, I think what I would say is, is that when it comes to position players, I think Jerry's looking for a bargain. So I think somebody like Ian Happ probably is not going to happen now. You never mm. know. Um, but I do think like if, if like the market just doesn't really form on, for example, Solano and mm. Donovan Solano can be had for Starlin Starlin Aguiar, then maybe he does that. Uh, mm. But I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's out here like, I don't think he's aggressively shopping Bryce Miller or Harry Ford for a bat because frankly, there's not a lot of bats out there that are going to be out there that are worth Bryce Miller or Harry Ford um, in a vacuum. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. But now uh, remember folks though, what did we say on Thursday's episode? Do not believe a single thing that comes out of Jerry DePoto's mouth around this time of year. Don't it was, what, it. 20, 24 hours ago that Mariner fans were convinced Jerry wasn't going to do anything because of what he said <laughs> on 710? Yeah. Here we are. They made what literally might be the biggest trade of the, of the deadline. We'll mm-hmm. see if Soto gets moved or not. I don't know. But there's a decent chance this is the biggest move of the deadline, and the Mariners made it. So, yeah, when, when you know, maybe right now it doesn't look too good, but you have, what, the four days now, and the market can change in a, in a heartbeat. So, Mm-hmm. I wouldn't count anybody out. And like like we just kind of stumbled upon here, if the Mariners go get Quintana, if they go get, you know, Drew Smiley, if they go get, I don't know, Blake Snell. Um, yeah, why wouldn't you think about shopping Marco or Flexen? Yeah. Uh, but as things stand right now, uh, just kind of <laughs> get all the way back to the first point. Um, I think I would bump Flexen out of the rotation for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't be opposed to a six-man. But I think they have quite a few off days in August, so they can kind of maneuver their rotation pretty creatively uh, and maybe get like an extra start or two uh, out of Castillo and, and Ray and Gilbert uh, mm-hmm. by uh, kind of maneuvering around. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. But uh, I, I think Flexen is probably the guy they bump unless unless they just don't want to push Kirby anymore. But I don't see that happening. I think they're I think Kirby's probably going to stay in the rotation uh, through August. Maybe they skip him once or twice with the off days, but I, I think his mm-hmm. spot's pretty secure for the next month or so. Oh, we are so close to Chris Flexen becoming Colin McHugh. I can feel it. We are so close. We are so, so, so close. All right. Fun deal. Fun show. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Tuesday is going to be a lot of fun with the deadline. And now it seems Luis Castillo's first start in a Seattle Mariners uniform. It is time to get very, very, very excited. This team, it's trying. It's trying. You know, if anything, say what you want about this team right now. It's trying. It's trying to end 20 years of misery with this deal. And uh, hopefully, you know, a couple more here over the coming days. We'll have you covered. You know, if they uh, do anything else that's crazy over the weekend, we'll try to get an emergency podcast out there for you. If not, we'll see you on Monday.
Uh, but that's going to do it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Lockdown Mariners podcast. For Colby Patnode, I'm Titan Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow Inside the Mariners at Inside Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. It's D-A-N-E, G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at C-Pat11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen after the trade. Now make your second listen, the Locked on MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts just like us. And with that... Unless Jerry and company do something crazy, have yourself a beautiful baseball weekend and we'll see you on Monday. Peace.